The following is a presentation of the All Andy Alford Network, powered by Anchor. You are listening to Andy tonight on the plethora of platforms on the Anchor Network, whether it be on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Bleaker. However you listen, wherever and whenever you're listening, thank you so much for tuning into the program tonight. You can always be a part of our show by following us on Twitter. It is at AllAndyElford. It is at AllAndyElford and Facebook.com slash AllAndyElford. During tonight's episode of AllAndyElford, I will be using some colorful language and explaining what my feelings are about tonight's Toledo Walleye Cincinnati Cyclone Game 3 as this is a special post-game edition of All Andy Alford. So tonight's episode is unedited, uncensored, and has some explicit content. So please, if you're over the age of 16, you may listen. If you're under the age of 16, please tune in tomorrow night for a special edition of All Andy Alford as we recap everything from the weekend that was in sports. But until then... Tonight's episode of All Andy Alford is unedited, unrehearsed, and uncensored. <sighs> I was planning on playing the intro and giving you a good, good opening for you tonight. Of course, Cabrera hitting his 3,000 hit, that was, that was big this past weekend. The Guardians being absolutely... You know, disrespected in in the Bronx. The Mudhens winning the series that was great. You know, Jackets huge win against Edmonton. I am just absolutely flabbergasted. I am just absolutely pissed right now. This is absolutely some of the worst officiating in ice hockey I have ever witnessed in my lifetime. I have been watching this game. I have been watching the East Coast Hockey League for the longest period of time. I have been watching this game from when I was five years old. Not comprehending much at the time. I got into the game when I was 10 and 11 years old watching at the sports arena with the Toledo Storm. I know we had bad years, terrible years. The year that we got to the conference final against Gwinnett was fantastic. And then we transitioned, the team leaves, the building gets knocked down, we move downtown to the walleye. The ECHL hates Toledo. I'm convinced of it now, more than anything. I'm convinced of it now more than ever. After... What we have witnessed tonight, after we have witnessed these last two playoff games in the East Coast League. Now, you're going to, I know I'm going to get criticized and chastised by the minor league hockey fans that follow the page, also on the minor league hockey club page. That, you know, it's Toledo doesn't know, the Toledo fans don't know. Let me tell you something, okay? They have officially screwed this hockey team. And it's a curse now. It is just plain and simple. The curse is real, folks. But how poorly this officiating is. I could give away bad breaks. I could give away bad passing. I could do away with sloppy, sloppy play. But how bad the officiating has been. In these last three games with the walleye have been absolutely atrocious. The ECHL should really, really, really look into this. Because this is three straight games. Three freaking games in a row. Pardon my line. And you know what? I don't care. It's uncensored. It's because it's post-game. It's late night. I don't give a fuck anymore. Okay? Three consecutive games that this team has been screwed out of. Absolutely screwed 
out of because of this. Officiating has been an absolute joke. Bad penalties called here. No penalties called here. Offsides that are clearly onside. Icings when the player has even shot it past the red line. Has gone past the red line, shot it in, and they called it an icing. And tonight, it proves again that officiating is terrible. All four officials should be fired because of this. Absolutely terrible. This is fucking disgusting. How can you say? How can you say that is a goal when the puck has not even crossed the line? The puck did not even cross the line. The net was off the pegs. In the third period, Hauser was in that same net. He knocked it off. And you gave him the break. I said it Friday. I'll say it tonight again. And I'll say it again. You gotta call it two ways. This is absolutely ridiculous. All four officials from tonight's game should be fired. The league needs to look into this. I don't care. I don't care if you criticize me on this hockey page. I don't care if you criticize me because I'm a Fairweather fan, well, Toledo sports fan. Listen to me. When I see bad officiating, I see bad officiating. And this was terrible. First of all, first of all, the first major penalty that Toledo was called for in the in the game in the in the regulation in regulation was clearly a high hit i will give that to them that penalty was a high hit he did leave his feet the the stick made contact with the upper part of his head that's a high hit carded a charging but what i can't stand is bad officiating in overtime and especially what the call was with Justin Vibe and Cole Frazier going into the corner, Vibe holding the stick, Frazier losing his balance, Frazier gets called for a match penalty for a slew foot and a game misconduct. And Vibe gets nothing. He goes out there on the power play. Like he he was shaken up, but he went to the bench, stood out for a shift, and came back out. That is ridiculous. This is some poor officiating. I, I have never been this disappointed in the East Coast Hockey League than ever before. I have never been this disappointed. These officials, Trevor Wolford, Jacob Renicki, fired! Dan Kovac, fired! Will Anderson, fired! This was atrocious. This was a bad mark for the East Coast Hockey League. Terrible. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Officiating was absolutely terrible in this game. The league needs to look at this game and make a decision because I I don't think this should be an official game. This game should continue. This game should have continued. This is embarrassing. A a absolutely embarrassing. It it's been like that for the whole series. It's been like this for the whole bleeping series. 
I mean, Friday was just, it was a fluke win, but it was bad officiating in this game. John Linder and Sam Heidelman, bad officiating. Dan Kovalek, bad linesman. Logan Belgraf, bad linesman. I mean, if you caught, look at the penalty situation. I mean, Cincinnati had five penalties. Toledo had uh, uh, Toledo had five penalties. Cincinnati had three penalties in the game. And I'm just going to say it now. I'm just going to say it now. We're not winning this series because the East Coast Hockey League does not respect Toledo. They do not like Toledo. And and it's, it's, it's becoming more apparent now. It really is. Now, you're going to say to me, Andy, you're drunk. You know, I haven't had a beer. My voice is hoarse because I am so frustrated stand sitting there watching this game watching this game and seeing this happen is just I, I I just can't believe this I really can't believe how terrible the officiating is I feel like I'm watching a, P, a SPHL game or I'm watching a game over at the ice house or I'm watching minor midgets or how bad the officiating is. Because this is atrocious. This is some of the worst officiating I have ever seen. And somebody has to pay for this. They they do. They have to pay for this. And I'm going to hear it from you Cyclone fans. I know I'm going to hear it from the, from the Comet fans. I'm going to hear it from the Redding fans. Adirondack fans. But this was terrible. This was absolutely terrible. And I I just don't get I just don't get how you can give them the goal, the game winning goal off of a play when the net was off. Now to that point, if you look at the replay, which I'm watching right now, if you look at the replay right now. Christopolis is going to make the save. Vibe is to the left of Christopolis. And and Christopolis is going into the net, trying to catch himself against the post and knocks the net, bumps the net. The net comes off. The shot comes in, gets past Christopolis, goes into the net, but the net is clearly off. What they are saying... I, I just can't, pardon me, I just fucking can't believe how bad this officiating is. They're saying, uh, how it looks is that they're saying that he pushed the net off himself, which caused the goal, and it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Toledo got screwed tonight. And it, it, it just proves that the East Coast Hockey League does not like Toledo. They have screwed us so many times with this bad officiating. It, it, I know I'm going to get clapped at, but this is terrible. I'm going to go over the penalties from game one. Lowney, Toledo, minor slashing. Bowing, tripping, Meyer, high sticking, Barry, roughing, Frazier, roughing, Hawkins, cross checking, Curry, tripping. In the game. I mean, Toledo won game one, three to two. And it was a fluke goal that happened. It hit off the stanchion and went in. And I was going to use an Andy rant tonight. If Toledo would have won about game one and how the fans littered the ice. But no, I'm not going to do that. Tonight's because of the officiating. And that, 
I just can't. I just can't. I really. I just can't believe it. I, I really can't. I just can't. It's just absolutely terrible. This is, this is, this is really terrible. How can you give them that goal? How can you give them that goal? Tonight. How? Give it to them and I... Did start off with Albert getting his first of the playoffs. And Justin Albert, Josh, Josh, Albert's been doing really great. Albert's been doing fantastic. Had a hat trick in game one with the game winner in overtime. The puck... Hits off the stanchion, goes off of Hauser's mask and into the back of the net. Fluke goal, wins it 3-2. We get to Saturday. And they lose 3-2 to Cincinnati. But again, another night of bad penalties. Frazier holding. Frazier, cross-checking. Gazzola, charging. Going for a check. That's really what it was. Mitchell Hurd, roughing. Martinet, minor for roughing. Mitchell Hurd for slashing. At the end of the game. Toledo had an opportunity to tie the game. And they couldn't do it. Because Cincinnati, led by Justin Vive, who had two goals in the game, gives them a 3-2 win. They outshot Toledo 31-30 in the game. Cincinnati was 0 for 4 in the power play. Toledo 1 for 2. And I, I, I told you guys that Toledo would, you know, it would be contested and Cincinnati would at least win a game in Toledo. I knew that they would. But tonight just broke the camel's back. It, it, it really, really did. And for me... I thought I have, like I said, I have been watching hockey now religiously, religiously for the last, I don't know, 20, 20 some odd years. I'm 32 years old. I've been watching this game with so much passion and so much love. And just to see what happened tonight, it's just. It, it it sickens me. It really makes me sick. This officiating crew should be looked at thoroughly. The league should look at this game and either restart it from the start of the overtime of the start at the stop of the overtime clock or do something. Because this is this is terrible. I just I, I, I just don't understand how bad this officiating can be. I'm just watching this right now again. I, I watching sports nightly because this is a post game edition of all Andy Alford tonight right here on the Anchor Network. Whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Bleaker, Stitcher, however you're listening, wherever and however you're listening, thank you for tuning in. I this is this is bullshit. This is absolutely disgusting and bullshit. Full of bullshit. I have never been this disappointed. I'm not even gonna talk about other sports tonight. This is gonna be the leading. This is gonna be the whole time. This is the whole show. I'm not feeling well. You could tell in my voice. I don't have that much of a voice. I've been saving it all night. Figuring I was going to talk about a, 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 a walleye win tonight. But then this, this part of my language, but this Tom fuckery happens. And it's just, this is terrible. I just, 
On the night that the Brooklyn Nets get swept. On the night that there's only one NHL game that happens. This is the only ECHL playoff game that happens. It's the marquee game on the ECHL schedule. And this happens. This is this is this is Tom. This is part of my language. It's Tom fuckery, and it, it, it proves that the that the East Coast League does not like Toledo. It really does. And the amount of this game being so terrible. I mean, it. Who would have known that a playoff game would go six five? Would be the final. It started with Cincinnati a minute forty five into the game, Brown getting the the Cyclones on the board from Griffin and Brown. One nothing Cincinnati, but then Toledo responds. With Matt Barry getting his first from Hensick and Gazzola on the power play, it's 1-1. Then Clark getting his first of the playoffs. Make it a 2-1 fish after 20 minutes of play. Heard with the assist on it. Cincinnati answers right back into the second period with answer Chuck getting his second of the season from Mingo and Craig. But Toledo responds on the power play again with Matt Barry getting his second of the season from Albert and Hensick on the power play. It's 3-2 Fish. Cincinnati then turns on the Jets. Franco on the power play. Gets the goal from Mingo and Caprizo. It's 3-3 after 40 minutes. Now Boeing gets a beautiful goal. Beating Michael Hauser shorthanded. It's 4-3 Fish. But then the former Fish himself, Dejan Mingo, former Bowling Green star. Gets his first of the playoffs, beating Billy Christopoulos from Craig's and Capruso on the power play. It was towards the end of the five-minute penalty on Martinet. It's 4-4. And then the captain, T.J. Hensick, puts the fish on his back at the 12.45 mark of the period and scores from Brandon Hawkins. It's 5-4 fish, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, we just need to hold them here. And what happens? They get close, and not even with less than a minute, about less than two minutes to play in the game, they score on a pass that was absolutely a clean-cut pass. Came in the neutral zone, beats Christopoulos, and Luca Craig's former Bowling Green player, gets his second of the playoffs from Egg and Karen's. It's the 1759 mark of the period. And then that's when the Tom fuckery begins, my friends. And I know if your children listen to this podcast, I do apologize for my language, but you know, this is you know, this is really serious. Tonight. The amount of this game and how good this game has been, it, it just doesn't answer to the penalties that were called in the game court. Heard called for a slash. Answer Chuck Tall for an interference call. Cray's call for a slash. Albert call for a hooking. Hensick call for roughing. Perlino call for a, a roughing minor. Preston goes into the lane and runs in the goaltender. That's t- definitely a goaltender interference. I didn't want to hear fans bitch and complain. I know Toledo fans were bitching and complaining about it. I don't want to hear about it. He was clearly running into the goaltender. There was nowhere for him to go. He could have just dumped the pass and just. I want to see that. Franco holding the stick for Cincinnati. Interference by Allen. And then Albert called with a high stick minor. Clark called for the hooking minor. And then the, the, McCann, the McCain hit. Again, I said it at the beginning. It was a high hit. He did leave his skates. He did make contact with his head. But they call it a charging penalty. And gave it a major penalty, five-minute major, and a game misconduct. There, There is no point to it. I mean, yes, 
he deserves the five-minute major. I understand that for the high hit. The guy still skated off. He, he skated in his own power. He was not asked off by the trainer. He was not cut. But he was charged for five minutes for charging. It cost us a goal. Cost us a goal. Allen then was called for roughing. But then, it, like I said, <clears throat> this officiating crew that the East Coast Hockey League has put together for these three games against Toledo with Cincinnati have been absolutely atrocious on both sides of the ice when it comes to Toledo as well as what has come to Cincinnati. But tonight, laid his head more and more to the visiting team, which is the Toledo Walleye. Vibe was going in. So the play as it was happening. It was in the Toledo zone. The puck was going into the corner. Cole Frazier and Justin Vibe, both tall guys, were tied up going into the corner. Now Vibe had Frazier's stick. Frazier was going to the puck. That should be interference or holding the stick. They don't call that. Both guys go tumbling to the ice. They do call a penalty on Cole Frazier. They call a match penalty on Cole Frazier. Five-minute major. He's done for the night. Toledo was down a a forward and a defenseman in this game. And then, and like I said, then the Tom fuckery ended with what I consider probably the worst call I have ever seen in the East Coast Hockey League. In that earlier period, in the third period, Hauser was going to the play and the net was knocked off. They had choppy ice. It, that ice looked absolutely terrible tonight. It looked choppy. It looked terrible. And what do you expect? The Cyclones are the third best team in that city. The Bearcats, the Bengals, the Reds. They're the fourth best team. No, the fifth best team. If you call FC Cincinnati that too. I give FC Cincinnati. Hell, I give Xavier better to it. But this was some of the worst officiating I have ever ever, ever seen. Hauser, in the third period, bumps the net, and it's choppy. And the net comes right off. Krasab, the same, and, and, and they called it. They didn't call anything on it. Toledo was coming into the offensive zone during that time. He knocked the net off on the same kind of play. No call was made. And then, in the overtime period, in that same end, Christopoulos is up against the post, trying to block the Justin Vibe shot that is coming towards him. That is coming towards him. He goes right up against the post, knocks the post off. He gets, it's bumped with his hand. Now the referees are ruling it, were ruled it that he knocked the net off intentionally. And the puck crosses through his pads and into the back of the net. Was waved off, no goal on the ice. They reviewed it. And Polino gets his first of the season. Unfucking believable. It, I, I, I keep. I, I have the VOD. I'll keep replaying it. I, I just. I look at it and I say. You call it for Hauser, but you don't. Call, you don't call it for Hauser, but you call it for Christopoulos. 
I, I just don't get it. I just don't. Waddy was pissed. And I, I totally agree with him. Like I said, this has been some of the worst officiating in the three games of this playoffs I have ever seen in my entire life. I am writing the email to the ECHL because of this. I'm entitling this post-game edition of the show, of the show tonight. You saw what the post, what the initial is. The ECHL hates Toledo. They do. They, I mean, it's just plain and simple. All the fans around the East Coast League hate us. Hate the walleye fans. You know why? Because they say that we're cocky, that we don't know what we're doing. Does your building sell out nine times out of ten? Tonight in Cincinnati, the attendance was 2,000. On a Monday night, 2,263. And by the way, the Reds weren't playing at home tonight. We could sell out and have over 16,000 in two days. And not to mention that you've got a baseball game that took place across the street. You have the opera down the road. Give me a break. We show up for our team. We support our team. We love our teams in Toledo. We bleed the the yellow and blue for the walleye. We bleed this we bleed the red, white, and blue for the mud hens. Some of us bleed midnight blue and gold for the Rockets. Some of us bleed brown and orange for the Falcons. But this is some of the worst Tom fuckery I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, this game tonight was just absolutely terrible. I was talking with my friend Phil Bennett, PB I call him. And we were just chit-chatting back and forth of the whole game that we knew this was going to be... I knew the game was going to end in a cheapy goal, but I was not going to. Ex- I did not expect it to be that that fucking cheap. And you know, in Columbus with the Blue Jackets, we have what they call the six-one-four rule, where anything goes with the opposition team, but we get called for everything. I feel like we're getting that same way here in Toledo. So I'm. I posted it up on our Twitter account. I posted up on our Twitter account, and I said it, and I said it, hashtag 419 rules. We always get screwed somehow, some way. Our teams don't make it. Now, I told you two fans at the beginning of this playoff run that we have the X on the back of our jersey. Well, it just proved it again. These last three days, Walleye fans, it has just proved us the last three days that we are absolutely screwed to make it to the finals. I don't even think now, I I, I have that feeling that we're not going to make it because of how bad the ECHL wants us now out. Because of our quote-unquote coggy ways of promoting hockey, our our fans are are arrogant. You fans are the passionate fans of this of this game. You fill up the stadium. You sell out for season tickets. You you show up to the barns early for games. Now a lot of you, you know, some of you are fair weather fans. I can understand that. There are a bunch of you that are one nighters. I can understand that as well. But to the season ticket holders that are passionate with about it, to the people that invest their money into this team with these season tickets, with the corporate corporate sponsorships, with the amount of you know advertisements that you spend, with you the fans that come to the state buy a ticket, invest your money that your hard earned money to make the ECHL the most quote unquote. Affordable family entertainment value. Just for the ECHL just to take a dump on Toledo and call this game tonight. 
you should be ashamed of yourself. I mean, we're still going to cover it. But this is just, I, I, I am just in a flabbergast of how bad this game was tonight. I, I mean, Christopoulos stood on his head. He was a great in the overtime period, and then the whole screwy, screwy system happened. 33 of 39. Save percentage. Hauser, 37 to 42. I mean, I mean, it's just bad. Reading some of these Facebook posts on the walleye page right now. Well, this is Tyler McKinsey. Well, they have 100% of the momentum, and we're stuck in the regular season again. I hate that we can't put something together. Cody Riverbark replying to the Toledo Wally page. Get it together. So much for the number one team. Right side views. The refs have been horribly one-sided all series long. Two five-minute majors tonight, and we're the weak and we're the weakest I've ever seen. Eric Lank. Your goalie was not was none to be happy with the referees after it was announced the goal was good. I thought it, he was going to break his stick on the boards once, then more than once. And these are and these are those two are Cincinnati fans that are trolling the walleye fans. I'm replying, I'm listening to, reading some of this thing. Chris Ketman wrote, I'm sure there's going to be some pretty rational hockey talk around these parts the next couple days. Taylor Metzi, again. Look, I know you can't say anything publicly, but I hope behind the scenes you're letting the ECHL have an earful. And I agree. I I think they should. I mean, I'm just going to send this to Spit and Chicklets. You know I will. This and that will be pissed. And here it is. I've just pulled this up. I'm reading this. I'm going to read this verbatim. So. Here it is. In the ECHL rule book. Section 9. Other fouls. Rule 63.6. In the event that the goalpost is displaced. Either deliberately or accidentally by the defending player prior to the puck crossing the goal line between the normal position of the goalposts, the referee may award a goal. In order to award the goal in the situation, the goalpost must have been displaced by the action of the defending player. The attacking player must have immediately scoring opportunity prior to the goalpost being displaced, and it must be determined that the puck would have then entered the net between the normal position goalposts. If the goalpost is deliberately displaced by the goaltender during the course of the breakaway, this was not a breakaway, this was a play-in puck, a goal will be awarded to the non-offending team. When the goalpost has been displaced deliberately by the defending team, when the goalkeeper has been removed from the extra attacker, therefore preventing an implanting goal by the attack, the referee shall Award a goal to the attacking team. The goal frame is considered to be displaced if either both goal pegs are no longer in representative holds on the ice or the net has completely come on or off one or both pegs prior to the puck entering the goaltender. So they are saying how the rule is said that Christopoulos 
push the goal, push the stick out when making the play to, to, to block the post against Fivey. You got to be kidding me. You absolutely got to be kidding me. I don't see it that way. I really don't see it that way. I really don't. Nolan Power 79. I mean, holy, you guys need to fix the officiating. That was plain as day seeing the net was off. Everyone knows that this was a BS call. If Cincinnati and then Jake Middledog, who is a Comets fan, by the way, if Cincinnati dislodged the net, then you are correct. But the goaltender dislodged the net. But he's going to make the play to stand up against the post. And in that earlier period, in the third period in regulation, Hauser does the same thing and the puck comes off. It's some shitty ice that the Heritage Bank Center has. I mean, it was warm in Cincinnati. It's been warm the last few days. I can understand that. And no offense to, you know, Cincinnati fans. You know, they came out in droves in games two. In game two, there was some in game one. I will say that. But there was a lot in game two that came out, and I was very, very, you know, shocked that they came up and they supported their team. But this is this is dating to not just tonight's game. This is dating back to game one and game two. The officiating has been just terrible for all three teams. And the ECHL needs to clean it up. It's not just here. It's not just here. You know, the shocking thing is right now, I would be shocking more that, you know, Fort Wayne is down 2-0 in their series against Wheeling. That's a shock. Newfoundland's up 2-0 in their series against Travos. Florida's up 2-0 in their series against Greenville. Reading up 2-0 in their series against Maine. I mean, we need to the ECHL just needs to look at this. They they really do. I'm just gonna keep reading this. Brian Cunningham. What an embarrassing night for the ECHO. You do owe an explanation, so what is it? If the Toledo goal, goalie was ruled to have intentionally pushed the net up upon review, that's a penalty, not a good goal. Let, it, let alone a game winner. We're waiting. And they're just repeating the statement that, you know, that in the ECHL rulebook. But no, it... <coughs> totally agree. Totally agree with this. Matt Mearing is a picture of a referee with the Cincinnati Cyclones logo on it. Yeah, totally agree. The past games, the refs have been terrible. On Saturday, the Cyclones kicked the game-winning goal in. And yeah, that Justin Vibe goal, you're exactly right. He did kick that goal in. They ruled it a good goal. It was clear as day. It was kicked in. I forgot to mention that, too. So, again, poor officiating. I'm going to look this up right now. I'm going to look this up right now while we're on the air. As you're listening to a special post-game edition of the of All Andy Alford tonight. We're not going to talk other sports tonight. I was going to talk about Miggy's 3,000 hit. And that I congratulate Miggy for that. The way that the Bronx absolutely destroyed the Guardians figuratively on the field as well as what the fans did. The Reds finally snapping the losing streak. The Mud Hens winning up. I have it all written out here on paper. But it, it, it all gets canceled out. It all gets canceled out because of how bad the ECHL did and what they've done. 
I mean, it, it it's just terrible. The commissioner of the East Coast Hockey League. I want all you walleye fans to send him an email. His name is Ryan Serlin. C-R-E-L-I-N. You can email him. ECHL at ECHL. For Ryan Serlin from ECHL.com. Email him. This is his fourth season in the East Coast Hockey League. You want to email somebody else? Joe Ernst, Senior Vice President of Hockey Operations. But this is the big one. This is the big one. Let's see if I can pull it up here. So yeah. Yeah, you would want you would want to to talk you would want to talk to Joe Ernst, Senior Vice President of Hockey Operations. Cause this is this is terrible. And Joe Bublik is the director of communications. I mean, this is Dan Petro, director of hockey operation and administration. Talk to him. Send your comments. Send everything to these people. Go onto the ECHL website. Find them. Email them. Send you. Send them the videos. Send them the links. Tell them how you feel, Toledo Walleye fans, because we are absolutely screwed. Tonight at Heritage Bank Center. As now the Wall Airs now two games to one. Down two games to one to the Cincinnati Cyclones. In this Central Division semifinal. Now game four is scheduled for Wednesday night at 7.35 puck drop. Game five is scheduled for Thursday. 7.35 puck drop for that one. Game 6 is back at the Huntington Center. It will be Saturday night. 7.35 puck drop for that one. Toledo needs to win on Wednesday night to get you to Game 6. It's a 2-3-2 situation. So 3, 4, and 5 are in Cincinnati. 6 and 7 are in Toledo. Games 1 and 2 were in Toledo. So there's that. I'm just I'm just absolutely flabbergasted. I, I I and again I do apologize for my colorful language this evening. But to be to have such bad officiating in the last three days, it's just it's just absolutely terrible. And there's nobody to blame but the ECHL for this. And the 419 rule is in play, folks. The 419 rule is in play. I just can't believe it. I just I know it's not life or death. But just to see us get screwed like that is just I I I, I just I just can't. I, I really can't. It's going to wrap it up for our special post-game edition of All India for tonight. Absolutely atrocious. 
calling it a good goal. Follow the show on Twitter. It is at all Andy Alford. It is at all Andy Alford. As well as Facebook.com slash all Andy Alford. We're going to do our regular edition of the program tomorrow. We're not going to talk walleye hockey tomorrow night. There might be a little bit more discussion over it tomorrow. Since the iron right now is still hot. But for right now, we got screwed in Cincinnati by the Dancing Pigs and by the Cyclones and by the ECHL tonight at Heritage Bank Center. As in overtime tonight, the Cyclones defeat the Toledo Walleye by a score of 6-5. to five. Like I said, we'll be back on the air tomorrow for a regular edition of All Andy Alfred. So we'll recap Mickey's 3,000 hit, preview their series against Minnesota, dive into the uh, Guardians trip out to L.A. as they were just in New York, the Reds finally snapping the losing streak, while the Mudhens continue their winning ways, and we're into the regular, regular season finale of the National Hockey League for the Columbus Blue Jackets. We'll dive into all that. So much more tomorrow night on a special edition of All Andy Alford right here on the Anchor Network. So yes, two podcasts this week. Get ready for it. So until then, this is Andy Alford saying I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. Game of life. Keep your stick on the ice. And it's our fish. Our fight. But we got totally screwed in Cincinnati tonight. This has been a presentation of the All Andy Elford Network, powered by Anchor. You've been listening to Andy tonight on the plethora of platforms with the Anchor Network, whether it be on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Bleaker, however you listen, wherever and whenever you're listening. Thank you again for tuning into the show tonight. You can be a part of our show by following us on Twitter. It is at AllAndyElford, as well as Facebook.com slash AllAndyElford. The podcast is performed each week right here on the Anchor Network.